Red Room Theater Episode 3, The Last of the Mohicans. Welcome to the Red Rum Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We are your hosts, Ernesto Alanis and Antonio Marino. Every week we look at one of the movies that helped raise us up. We talk about how it raised us wrong and how it raised us right. Today we're tackling the film Last of the Mohicans. Welcome back to the Red Rum Theater, coming at you from uh, the Dryden in uh, Flinttown, Michigan. Today we're discussing the film Last of the Mohicans. Now, this movie dropped back in 1991, 92, 92, 92, directed by none other than Michael Mann. Now, Michael Mann, this is his breakout movie. He had one before this, Manhunter, but that was um, pre-Anthony Hopkins' Hannibal Lecter, which means nobody cares about it because Anthony Hopkins owns Lecter. Um, this he is, made, Anthony Hopkins made that mask famous. Like, like that's someday that's yeah, on the list. Okay, yeah. so um, this comes out. This is a big breakthrough. Michael Mann is a great director. He has he has three movies. We're probably going to do on this podcast. He has this. He has Heat, starring De Niro and Pacino in their first movie ever together. Um, and Trejo's in it. Oh, he's the best. Your man. Dude, we'll get to Trejo okay. someday. Um, and we also have um, Collateral. Is Michael Mann. These three films are all incredible. What are some Michael Mann's strengths, Tony? Um, music, scenes. He picks perfect music for scenes, and that matters. I mean, some of the I think the best music, best guys for music in film would be Michael Mann, Tim Burton. I wouldn't say Burton. Burton. I'm talking. I'd say Tarantino, dude. Okay, I'll give you. You don't he, think Tim Burton soundtracks? Danny Elfman style, dude? I love Elfman. Original soundtracks, yes, but I'm talking like okay. using music from the world and putting them, add them to your scenes. Man does that great, and so does Tarantino, and so does, I think, uh, what's his face? Rushmore, Tenenbaums, Aquatic. Oh, um, oh my goodness. Wes Anderson. Anderson is amazing. He does a great job, yes, man. There's, there's scenes. There's, I, I love Sigur Ross because of... Uh, Life, Life Aquatic. Aquatic. That, that, that last now scene. Now I love that band. Right? He takes... Okay, so if you can... Scorsese's good, but he's sometimes over the top, dude. His his films are so, like, wild, though. You're not, like, you're not really thinking about the music. It's just like, dang. But, um... So man's great with music. Man's also great with action. The guy can, he can choreograph an action set piece, and a lot of guys can't do that. Like, um... Christopher Nolan, the new Batman movies... They're great movies, but some of the action sequences aren't awesome. Like, if you watch them again and see the Batmobile scenes, they're kind of like, uh, APB on a black tape. Yeah. They're kind of cheese, you know? I, I, yeah, well, I'm not going to get into Batman yet. We'll wait, we'll wait. (laughs) We're going to get some hate mail for that one. Yeah, obviously Keaton is my Batman, so we'll we'll wait on the Batman. Hashtag not my Batman. But, uh... Um, but man, great director. I've always loved his work. He has some other movies that are, are as popular. Insider with Russell Crowe and Pacino, as well as Ali, which is Will Smith's best role as an actor by far. So Michael Mann, great director. And this this is our first time meeting as an actor, Daniel Day-Lewis. Um, we didn't know who he was. This is the first time we ever saw him in. Fell in love with the guy instantly. Well, he he is a he's the real deal. A lot of you, if you you listen to interviews with a lot of mainstream actors in Hollywood, they're like Daniel Day's the man. He's he's respected so, all over Hollywood. He's so crazy. I don't know if you know this. When he does a movie, he stays in character the entire like I know. even off camera. He's still he was he's still Abraham Lincoln. Dude. <laughs> he needs to get another movie. But I guess the cool guy to have as a friend. I don't know what Abraham Lincoln has to say about Trump or Hillary. Oh, damn. <laughs> could you imagine doing a stick in Gangs New York and he's still... He's the butcher? He's the butcher offset, dude. I, dude, that would be scary, dude. I want that sandwich. Dude, he is... <laughs> that The butcher is one of my favorite villains of all time. Daniel Day is... He... 
he takes a script and he becomes the person. Like, man, Amsterdam, I'm New York. I mean, he's just. Uh, and then also, there will be blood. Holy oh, God. my goodness. I forgot about that one. He's we a, went to the midnight showing of that. And I was, even though it was midnight showing, poor, Jeff, sh- poor Jeff Johnson. Falling asleep we in the mug, dude. Oh, man. I was, I was acting like, what are you doing falling asleep in this great movie? Five seconds later. <laughs> dude, I was literally at, on the edge of my seat that whole film. I, it was, it was, the scenes that got me, though, were like, in, he was incredible. He, he oof. That's a that's an awesome movie. It's a great movie. Don't watch it when you're tired, though. No, it, it's a long one. It's a, it's a historical epic. But all this to say, Daniel Lee Lewis. So, as a movie lover, uh, we love film, and and we always ask people, I, I don't. Do you do this, Tony? Do you do the three questions when you meet people? I always do. I ask them, well, we have to talk three movies just to kind of get a feel for who they are as a person. And I always have to give them. I always have to make sure that they they know no pressure. My top three changes every month. I haven't changed in 10 years, but still. I mean, I'll have the same one in the top, but, I mean, it's always a different order. I mean, I probably got the same top five, but the top three okay, changes. Okay, understood. My, top, my bottom five, my top ten changes all the time. Um, but, yeah, um, so I'll ask people the top three movies. I also people, I ask people once in a while, if I get to know them a little bit, I ask them the top three actors. And for me, Lewis is in my list for top three actors. He's up there. He is up there for sure. He might be in my top five. Um, you are like when we watch Lincoln, you appreciate the art more than I do because I do. Lincoln, I was just like, come on, dude. You were like, oh, I'm so excited about the <laughs> historic. Like, I'm just like, dang, dude. More Tommy Lee Jones, please. He was so <laughs> awesome, dude. He was amazing um, in that movie. But uh, so Lewis is incredible. He's in this movie, so it's a great, great film. So let's go ahead and, and get into the story. What is this movie about? To me, it's a father and his sons. Well, let's, let's give you some context. Okay. okay. This is pre-Revolutionary War. This is America before it's stinking settled. It is not tamed. It is like Britain, Britain and France have both come to the New World for resources. They want gold. They want wood. They want spices. And they're trying to both take over the, the, this area. And the French and the British are fighting over who's going to rule America. And both sides are using Native Americans. And I want to emphasize, using. Yeah. They don't care about oh, these no, no. guys. They, they, just need, they just need numbers. They need people that know the land, that can track. They need uh, warriors. Because they don't know this world. I mean, no. the, the way they fight, it's like, dude, they're, in the, they're on someone else's turf fighting a different kind of war, dude. The Native Americans are going to use, they're going to use the woods. They're going to sneak it. Oh, dude. But, uh, man. It is some nasty. It kind of makes me sad how the Indians call them, like, our father the British or our father the French. Yeah. Because these guys are just using them like nobody's business. They don't give a rip about them, dude. But, uh, so it's pre-revolutionary war, and uh, it's, it's the British versus the French. And in the middle of this war, conflict, you have a story breakout. You have literally the last of the Mohicans. Uh, you have the family, so tell us about the family tone. Um, it's a father. He's uh, obviously the you know the, the oldest of the Mohicans, last of the you know the tribe. What's left of the tribe? He's got a uh, a son. Um, that's uh, that's his real son, blood son, and he's got a white son that's adopted that he adopted because his parents were killed, um, which is Daniel Day Lewis. Right. So he speaks English and. Uh, whatever their language yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, whatever the, the native language is. Um, it just, it just kind of uh, showing, I mean, I don't know. what. I, so you have this family, and it's how they're trying to survive in this, this, this conflict between two worlds. And they're really a law unto themselves. They don't really belong to the British or the French. But they yeah, they don't in, take sides. They don't. No, no. They get involved in, in this bigger situation. And it, it's kind of, it's a, it's a love story. It's a family story. It, it's a lot of things. And we'll, you know, as we kind of work through, we'll see what it's about. So um, as you watch this film, Last of the Mohicans, I guess we'll get the, we'll get the story. So the villain is a great is villain. A, he's an animal, dude. His name's Magua. Um, and he's a Huron in Native American. And a he, warrior, dude. He's a killer. He's a cold-blooded. He's a stone-cold, brutal. But I mean, but you. I mean, when you get more into the story, you realize, you know, the his, world made his him what he is. Family was murdered. Um, his wife thought he was dead, so she married somebody else. 
kids murdered, um, his home burned. I mean, he he the, was he was turned into the savage that he is, and he he's, he's a killer dude. And he is he his enemy is Colonel Monroe. He wants to kill this man, the gray hair, kill the gray hair and his daughters. He wants to kill the daughters because he wants to look at him and say, "You have no more seed left on this. Your blood's You're wiped off the it's earth. Gone. Yeah." That's some revenge. That's dude. crazy, man. But uh, turns out though, one of the daughters was wiped out, becomes a love interest for Hawkeye, Daniel Day Lewis, the man. Lewis falls for her, so it's it's the it's, it's so it's this this war. It's a love story. It's family. There's a lot going on. I mean, it's it's a very layered film. There's a lot about also. Well, no, it opens up when and it's one of the um, colonels or one of the soldiers, uh, Duncan. He's in love with Madeline Stowe. He's trying to, to win her heart, you know, and, and he's trying to. So, so you have before Hawkeye even shows up. It's a love Madeline Stowe is telling her, him, you're my friend. You know what? She's giving him the. It's not you. It's me already. Dude, it's the friend Off zone the bat, in pre-revolutionary yes, America. <laughs> you're just like, man. You're sorry, dude. So, fellas, quit, when you watch quit this, begging, bro. <laughs> but uh, so. Oh, friend zoned back in the day. Friend zoned, dude. Oh, we've all been there, dude. Um, but uh, so this is a character. So we watch this story, Tony. Who, who you resonate? Who character do you feel drawn to the most as you watch this? It's, it's a toss up because the dad, uh, the Mohican father, is he's quiet. He's, uh, I mean, he's the, he's the real deal. He's a tracker, hunter. Um, he's teaching, he taught the boys. He's, and that's, that's his, his world is those two boys. Yes, it is. And even though one is blood and he adopted the other one, those are his boys. Mm -hmm. He even refers to Daniel Day as my white son. I love it. I mean, it's so him, but, but but kids, the Indian son is, Uncas, Uncas, Uncas is, I, I love him. Tell us why. He Okay, this was okay. I was so young. This is around. I mean, we're what? What grade are we in? Eleven, twelve. I don't know. Okay, we're just now starting to discover girls, crushes, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. When you watch this movie, I just rewatched it this week because of this podcast. So I, I, I got a whole lot of uh, new meaning of what the movie was as a, as an adult watching it. But as a kid, I remember watching and seeing. There's an underlying story. Of Uncas and Madeline Stowe's little sister Alice, and it's real subtle. I can't believe they, you noticed they don't as a kid. even. Uh, I remember um, the scene uh, behind the waterfall. They find out that her dad's that Magua's killed the dad, Judge Colonel Monroe. Yep, and um, she can't. She it, it's it's weird. She can't handle life. She's she's weak. She she's, needs well, a man. She needs yeah. her dad. She, she's just just a uh, you know she's just a, a young girl. She is gonna jump into the waterfall, kill herself. She's gonna just. I mean, nobody's paying attention to her, but Uncas is watching her because he cares. About was her. noticing her earlier, staring at her. He he had this little infatuation, and and uh, he saves her, pulls her out. Uh, you know, grabs her and pulls her back from the waterfall and he holds her. He does. And he's holding her tight and she's, but, but then she's starts, you know, reciprocating. It's this, it's a, it's an untalked about love that's happening. And being a young kid, seeing that you're just like, okay, you, you, you like this girl. You want to take care of this girl, be there for her, you know, um, it was just something about that underlying love that, that it's not really talked about, but things happen in the movie, and you're just like, oh, my goodness. So getting that close, let's go into it, dude. This movie, it's well-acted, well-written, well-shot, very intense, very dramatic. There's even a lot of political overtones. Big time. Watching it now, I'm like, man, dude. Uh, I love the way people speak. It's very straightforward. The way people talk, it's very like, uh, it's how people, how people talk nowadays. They talk just very, I mean what I say, I say what I mean. Direct with how they talk. Direct yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I love that direct kind of, instead of walking in circles. Um, 
there's a couple great sequences in this film. Um, Action-wise, you have the waterfall sequence is incredible. You have the the battle uh, where they're they leave the fort and they're like, there's again fish in a barrel and both Indians the Indians come from both sides of the that that whole. Sequence. Okay, now this happens twice. Yes, the first time is a smaller party. It's a few few officers. First time is when you when you when uh, Daniel Day and his crew saves the day. Yeah, um, but the scene of the movie. Like, the sequence that people remember, like, you didn't see this movie in 20 years, but you had a certain sequence in this movie memorized. You knew shots. You knew facial tics. You knew the song starting means that the mood's changing. One of the greatest sequences in film. We're going to hit this right off the bat. Let's do it. Let's just go. The, the, the now, this is why I'm drawn to the dad. Right. Man, this... You think this whole movie is going to build up to Hawkeye, which is Daniel Day. You think it's going to build up to Hawkeye fighting Magua. Because he's the protagonist. And, 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 he's a hero, and this is the villain. So yeah, they got to fight. So you think this is where it's going to go. And, and Daniel Day is a G. He's the man. You've seen him be the man. You've seen him. He's, he's the one with the lines. He's the one with the girl. He's the one doing this thing. And the dad is just hanging back. And he's just, he's, he's a, I mean, he's got a couple great lines and a couple great scenes. But you get to the end sequence where. So Magua has Alice. And well, the Indian, the Huron chief. Has just gifted gave to Alice to Magua. To satisfy his bloodlust. Because his wife, he didn't have a wife anymore. He wanted to kill both the daughters because he killed the dad. Right. His, his whole thing, his plan was to kill every, kill him. Um, Huron Chief gives Magua Alice. So Daniel Day, Hawkeye, his dad, and his brother... They're going to save the girls. Because Magua and his homies got the girls, and they're they're rolling. I don't know. They just got Alice. They They just got Alice. Yep. Okay, yeah, Madeline Stowe's with Daniel Day and the guys. Um, Uncas. Because he loves Alice. Takes off. Fast. Rolls out. His dad dad can't keep up with him because he's going to go save her. That's his woman. He's going to go save her. And, And it's not talked about, but you know that's his girl. And he... He does good, man. He rolls. He ch- catches he, them. He comes out from behind that that uh, rock and just starts smoking all these Indians. Then Magua he, he says kill, he kills a few of them. And Magua says, Magua says, let him come. This is mine. Let him come. Let, let, let everyone stop. Let let him have his shot. And the worst part about it is, is he wants to save his woman. His woman wants to be saved. She's got to watch this whole thing. And and you, it's it's. It starts out good, but then you're like, Magua is... He's too bad. He's the baddest. He's the baddest. And, and they're fighting with some... It's just too much for Nasty him. weapons. Tomahawks and knives. When he and it's a him, good... I mean, it's they go. They, they go. roll around on that rock. I mean, they're going. But he, even after the first exchange, he knows... The son knows Magua's he's too much. He's Uncas knows that he's too much. He, 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 the first... Blow he the first serious blow he takes with that knife. He looks at his girl. He looks at Alice. With, like I'm sorry. Like with those eyes that say, I tried. I tried. Oh, you were right. <laughs> right. We were both right there, dude. I tried, baby. I'm sorry. But but when when Magua finishes the job, just in the stomach, right? Just just in the back. Oh, that's right. Turns him around, faces him away from him. Alice even turns away. She knows. She does. She turns away. She can't look. And and we're on the side of a mountain. This dude, and they are fighting on a ledge. That's how bad these Indians are, dude. And the, the scene of the movie. Well, before you get there, dude. No, no. Oh, this is it? The, uh, not the scene, my bad. The frame, like the... the before the, you get to that. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Magua's killing him. Yes. And the dad... Is watching. He's coming up the, the mountain. mountain. Yes, and he turns it's, that corner. It's a it's a, a real time Magua killing Uncas, 
And then it cuts to slow motion, dad coming out. And seeing. And his face watching his son get killed by this animal. And then tunnel vision. Before we get tunnel vision, dude, Mago pushes the body over the cliff, right? Just kicks. Oh, just man, is this brutal. And the only qualm I had with this movie, the only thing that, the only chink in this movie's armor, did you pay attention to the body going over the cliff? I know, dude. It's like a... Uh, it's a dummy. It's like a wrestling buddy going over. <laughs> like, he, the body's falling. The arms are, like, bent upward because the air is blowing it. He's like, come on, dog. You can put some rocks in them arms, dude. Dude, come on, dude. I understand it's 92, but okay. I'm... Okay. At least they use a real... But it's not digital, at least. It's yeah, not true that. Um, but uh, Magua, Alice walks over the cliff. She... She... Look down at She her. just watched her man get killed. And Magua holds out. His hand, like come, let's go. He, give, he gives you the come on, yeah, come, 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 come away from that cliff. Come, come with me. Handful of blood from her man that he just killed. That's brutal. And she just follows her man down. Just takes a step off and just goes. And and as morbid as this sounds, that was so like. I don't want to say romantic, but like it's very dramatic. It's oh, the most dramatic. When you're watching, your emotions can't recover. You're just like you're in this. You're like this guy died. She's gone. He died trying to save her, and she'd rather be dead than be without him or be with these Native Americans going who knows where to be some man's wife. It's 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 Romeo and Juliet style. Is what it is. It is. And this and the, it, the funny thing is though, is when she jumps. Magua just like, eh. He didn't even phase him. Like, crazy white girl. Like, he's just like. <laughs> he doesn't even care. D- don't even care. So, the, the father has seen this all. It's tunnel vision time. And the music right there. Dude, the the strings come on. And you're like, oh, here we go. I, and, and you know what? You know what's funny? As, as I watched this movie again this week. But I watched the last 15 minutes about four or five times. Because this is. and it And it's. So hard to watch the 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 Uncas die. It's that's the worst. But when the, you you guys as a kid, you that was your boy. That's my boy, dude. He, even though he went out like that, like oh man, he tried though, man. He he gave it his all. It was like Banna on Troy. He gave it his all, oh. but he just ain't Brad Pitt. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, and you love him. You want you want you want you want him to do good. Banna's a good man in that he's movie. The man, dude. Oh, dude, good pull, good pull, dude. I mean, dude, you're fighting Achilles, dude. I'm telling you. Um, holy cow! So the dad, literally, all he can see is Magua. He wa- he don't even care about the guys with him. Magua's got about eight guys, ten guys with him. There's a whole like war party and, with him. And, and uh, the best part about this is Daniel Day, Hawkeye. He says, "Okay, Dad, I'm I'm following you," because he's like, you "Gotta let him do his thing." And 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 the whole time you're thinking Daniel Day is gonna get Magua, but then you realize at this moment, it's Dad's son just got killed. I'm getting, I'm avenging my boy. And that's another thing I love about this movie. It's a, it's a love that a father has for his son. Oh, we'll get into this more. And so they're running, and the father is literally ignoring people. Daniel and Day gets this nervous look because he's got to pick up rifles and kill guys that are going to try to shoot the dad. Like, oh, shoot, because the dad's just charging. He's charging up the mountain, dude. It's like playing Halo and just running and shooting people, dude. It, it's Well, you don't play Halo, so you don't know anybody. I, I don't play no video games, dude. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I haven't played video games since Nintendo. The first one. The first one, the square, the rectangle controller, because I, I can only handle that many buttons. Two buttons. Two. Two, two sandwiches. Two. Let's say two. two. Utah. Utah. Two. 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 Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Oh, dad's got tunnel vision. And it is. And the music's going. Oh, man. The dad's running. Daniel Day is killing guys. Just running. On the way. Just running behind him. Just clearing the path for his pops, dude. He's picking up dead guys' rifles and killing more Indians because it's too too much time to reload for him. Is, people, people, the, the bullets are all um. You powder. gotta pour your own it's all powder. powder rifles. Yeah. So he's got to grab because they're like cocked and ready to be fired because it's 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 a great sequence. And then the dad comes out of that like like wooded like he comes out from the that like uh, almost like a tunnel like it's like a 
like a weird the cavern in the the raw the rock. He, he gets to in, to the opening, like a plateau. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty much like like an octagon on the side of the cliff. Like there's this rock where they're gonna and Magua sees him. And the Magua turns. The best and, one of the best scenes. What happens when Magua takes his weapons out? He looks like a he's he got looks a like tomahawk a, in one hand and he pulls a blade out, blade pointed down. And he's like, come on, Pops. He's ready. He's, he's a warrior. He's a killer. And, and Magua, he sets. He sets himself like, okay, well, here comes Dad straight at him. He ain't, he, there is no, uh, he's got no chill. This is Dad, no chill zone. This is not like, you're a fighter, so you know when you fight a guy in an octagon. You feel take, each other out. Yeah, you take time. And, and the, the son did that. The son kind of, they, 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 they did. They did a slow dance. Yep. This is nothing like that. This is... All in, the, da- pedal to dad, the metal. Dad knows this is to the death right here. It's, uh, he's, and he's, he's ready for anything. And it wasn't even a fight, dude. That's when you realize that's dad right there. That's old man strength right there. Heck Magua yes. can't even mess with that. He rips Magua he, to pieces. Dude, he goes in. Magua gets, he thinks he's got him. He's got him in his sights. Swings at him with a tomahawk. What happens? He goes low, doesn't he? he just Dad somersaults under it and hits Magua in the back with one of the biggest with blades big I've ever thing. seen in my life. Um, the blade he hunted to deal with earlier. That blade is incredible. And then when he gets up, Magua tries a backhand with the with the blade, and Dad grabs that same blade, his big old mug, and chops Magua's. Elbow in half. Dude, breaks the arm. The arm breaks through the skin. It's nasty. And, and the craziest thing is, it's the first time in the movie you see Magua, the weakness. You see, oh my goodness, I just bit off too much to done, more than I can chew. As an actor, Wes Studi, like you, you it's his, he's, he's, is that he, Magua? That's Magua. Wes uh, Studi. Studi. Wes Studi Duty. He, his face, Hit, te- dude, his face says everything. Everything. He doesn't say a word. He dies well, but he say, you can see he knows. Oh, this dad. Sorry, I just killed your boy. Guys, I'm going to hang out, play cards with son, with your son in the afterlife. That was that's that's one of the most intense, amazing scenes. And then the dad stares at him before he kills him. It's he in- looks at him and he's like, you know why this is happening? That oh man, I'm getting chills thinking about this scene. Remember your diaper party, UFC night? Me, you, Wes, Jeremiah, Henry. We put this scene on just to watch it before we watch the pay-per-view. Because every man that's seen this movie, that's one of his favorite scenes. Heck yeah. Um, I might watch that tonight, just the last 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's just a a scene. And the thing is, the thing about great movies is this. Great final scenes are built on great movies. And the great movies, as they give these characters, um, the characters are imbued with life, and um, you see them and know them and care about them. Like, for example, in Son of a Woman, the end of Son of a Woman, that speech at the school, it's a great stinking scene. But you got to build up to that. You can't just watch without all of that it's, it's invested ju- emotional investment. It's just, like an ama- it's just like a great band making a concept album. The reason it's so good is because you have to listen in order to get to the end of that album. Like Weezer Blue album. Only in Dreams is amazing because three or four songs before that in the garage is on. You know, you got you to gotta lead up and Mohicans takes you through an incredible story and gets you to that amazing scene. And think about it. Okay, so we talked about last week, It, how that climax was so like, it left you unsatisfied. You're like, wah, wah. This is the opposite. This is literally a story. It's a slow burn. It's starting, it's, it's, it's going up. It's going up. And all of a sudden, it, it just goes to the moon. It just, I mean, you couldn't be more satisfied with the ending you than that. You get done watching that movie, and you, you think you need to be smoking a cigarette. It's so good. You're just like, <laughs> dang, dude. Like, it's, it's. It ends well, dude. It's, it's, it's a great, it's a great ending. Now, the soundtrack is also, I listened to the soundtrack all day to day while I was working. I was doing, I was working, I'm, I'm working here in the office, and I had that soundtrack just playing and just getting pumped up in life, dude. It's the a, strings, bro, take you, the strings take you there, dude, like, It's a man. great, I mean, people that ever want to like perform and show that they're studs, they'll take 
tracks off the soundtrack and play them at the re- recitals as kids or t- college students to show they're awesome. That's how the soundtrack is, is, is in American history. It's that awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, great, great Man, scene you go history. you go into that scene, it's like you need a breath, dude, just thinking about how that... That is one of the one of the best endings that I can think of. That's a top. That's it's, a top five. It really is, dude. It, it really is. Um, There's like, nothing worse than a movie that gets the ending wrong, and this one just got it right. It happens a lot, dude. It happens too much, um, dude. Oh, I could name some movies, but I, I, I mean, The Dark Knight Rises blew their ending, dude. Which one was Dark Knight Rises? Bane. Oh yeah. I mean, just. Blew the trilogy ending. Holy cow. Yeah, but, I mean, you can't really do much after you have Heath Ledger. Then, I mean... Someday, we mentioned Batman twice. We'll tackle the trilogy someday. Okay. We You're will. Gonna, not today, but we'll, someday we'll okay. tackle it and we give you a reason to... to there's a lot we're not saying, but we'll t- say it someday. We will. But uh, let's go ahead and let's change gears. Are you ready? Yep. Something that we we love seeing. You hear you hear us talk. We love story. We love characters. We love plot. Um, but we talk, our, our main emphasis on, the, on these things we do right on theater is we talk about how these movies raised us, how they raised us wrong and raised us right. So this movie, how what did it give us as kids that stayed with us for our whole lives? What did it give us that helped raise us right? The first thing it gave us, and it. I mean, we gave it to us, and it's, it's in us to this day. It gave us chivalry. So what am I talking about, Tone? Um, I mean, as a man, you know, it, it kind of taught you, um, especially why I connected with the, with the Indian son so much, was um, he loves his woman. He wants to protect his woman, look after her, make sure she's safe. That's something that we've always done. You know, like when it comes to to your woman, you want to, you know, make sure that she feels safe with you. That's right. You know, and, and uh, you can't be no chump. You got to be a man, dude. And I know we live in America, and I know this is this idea of chivalry. I can do anything you can do better. <laughs> we are not. We're and, cavemen, okay, Listen, dude. first of all, we were raised by a single mom. So we have I mean, utmost respect for women. Okay, my mom is a superhero, dude. Mom, superhero, dude. She's tougher than most men I know, dude. dude mom's incredible, and I, I, I'm married. I value and respect my wife, and I, I, I ask my kids. I ask my kids who's smarter, mom or dad. They say mom because they know that she's smarter than me, which sucks. But we gotta do. You pick things up. You put them down. <laughs> <laughs> So we respect, but here's the reality of things. And this is something that was in us from this movie early on. We believe part of being a man is taking care of your family, taking care of your woman, taking care of your girl. I had a test in college. This sounds, I have all these stupid stories, dude. I did this thing I did. I don't know, I don't know if I've ever told you this, Tony. I can't wait, dude. Does oh. it have anything to do with putting a note in the freezer, dude? No, man. Um, <laughs> sneaking. I would take a girl to Cabrini Green, to the ghetto. Why would you do Not that? at night. I'd go oh, during the day. You're crazy. But I'd take I hear you're looking for Candyman. <laughs> We'd go into Cabrini Green, and I'd tell her, you take my arm, because there's people around, you got to know you're with me, so you're okay. And it was a test. And if she was nervous or was afraid, I didn't take her out again. Dude, you could take me to Cabrini Green. I'd be like, dang, man, what was that, dude? Did you see that fool? Because oh. I want to know, do you, do you feel safe? Do you feel like I can take care of you? And that was a dumb thing I did. But that was dumb, dude. But dude, Angie passed the test, dude. Like, she knew I took, I took care of her. I would, I would provide. And that meant a lot to me. I, I, I believe that this is part of what, like, we moved here to Flint. And financially, we were kind of, at first, um, we, you change jobs, you move to a new city, it's a hard thing to do. And I was working on bills one night, Angie came up to me, said, Ernesto, she's like, because right, my, my, my wife doesn't work. My wife stays home with our children. And she asked, she said, Ernesto, uh, if you need me to, I'll go back to work. And I looked up and said, babe, do you want to go to work? She's like, no. I'm like, then you don't got to go to work. You have the hardest job in the world. You are raising and, and investing these two children you do that, I will, I will do what I got to do out in the world to make the money for our family. 
That's a good thing for a woman to know. Dude, that her man's going to. And, and, that, and that's another thing. You, you don't want her to have to worry. You're going to do it. She doesn't have to worry. doesn't have to worry. And if, I mean, this movie, we see that old school chivalrous stuff, man. You, you take, you know, women and children first. That whole thing is in us, dude. And we're both, we're, and just like Daniel Day, uh, Hawkeye, when he lets, he lets Madeline Stone know, like, he's forward. I, I mean, we've always been, like, forward with women. Like, I, I, I like you. That's it. I'm in. What's up? Heck I mean, he, yeah. there ain't no beating around the bush in this movie. That's one. That's another thing about these guys. All three of them, they don't beat around the bush. I mean, Daniel Day, he tells her, she says, what are you looking at? He's like, shoot, I'm looking at you, baby. Like, <laughs> man, what do you think I'm looking at? Oh, man, dude. Um, but sh- <sighs> we're cavemen. What are you going to do? But... I know in this in this day and age it's probably frowned upon and we're stupid. I don't think girls are so, like okay, my daughter. I'm not raising her to be some like genteel snowflake. Like you're a little flower. Be afraid of mud. My daughter can punch like better than I could at her age. Okay, she she's gonna be strong and tough. And she's just she's a strong woman. Um, but, but she's also not gonna put up with no no punk. That's dang straight. I tell her, I said, you, I, I do a lot. I, I go, we go to weddings. She'll see a wedding. She's the bride, and she sees the, the dad give the, the, the bride to the groom. And she's like, you know, someday will you give me away? I'm like, only if he's worth giving. You know, only if this guy's worth something. You better bring some chump home that wants to marry you. You better be worth it, you know, worth something. Dang. Oh, I, I, t- I tell her, dude. I, I mean, she's like, oh, it's okay, Dad. I'll tell him what to do. She, what? She, she's crazy. Uh, she's, she's five years old. She's too smart. She's smart. So chivalry this movie gave us, and it's in us. I mean, in my home, dude, I mean, if someone comes into our house, I, I work out. I will. I feel bad for somebody walking in your back door, dude. Dude. It's, it's what it is, man. I got, I got hatchets all over the house hidden, dude. I am. <laughs> dude, I'm thinking, God, little nods and hatchets like Native American style. Dude, I got tomahawks hidden, dude. But uh, it's a chivalry something it gave us. Nothing it gave us. We'll go to this one next. Is uh, We believe in passionate love. And it sounds goofy, like how as a kid you're given that, but Duncan in this movie... Once this he's a sorry mug, dude. He's this. He's this. He's a. He's an officer in the war. He loves Madeline Stowe, Cora. He loves her. He cares about her. Wants to marry her. She thinks she doesn't like him. She doesn't no, care about him. She thinks he's a punk, dude. She, he's looking at her like she's so fine. It makes sense. It, it, uh, we're friends, so that should lead you. You can learn to love me. Come on, he tells her you can't like, tell a woman. He's like, listen, you're confused, but me and your father know this is right. Let us make the decision for you. He's just very come on, and he wants to have her come in. It, it's a very reasonable, nice. Well, safe. she she even tells him just to get him to chill. I'll think about it, and he's so pumped. And about he's it. like, oh yeah, <laughs> she's thinking. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Um, what she don't know is she's thinking about Dana Day Lewis's long locks. <laughs> Shoot. I'm not saying love has to always be butterflies or like he wrote me a message. Because that's the fate. I've been married 13 years, dude. It, it's not always butterfly. Yeah, but text. you've been out the game, bro. Dude, I, I know, dude, I know. But here's the thing. When I was I was dating Angie, dude, and stinking um she said to me one night, she goes, you know, I don't know if I want to settle, get married. I don't know if I want to settle. She says, I don't know if I want to settle down. She said that, settle down. I don't know if I want to settle down. In your mind, you guys are already getting married. She's like, uh, she's like I want to see the world. I don't, I don't want to you know, get married until I've done these things I want to do, a bucket list. And I'm like, I said, listen. You say the world looks better through Alanisa's eyes. <laughs> got to take this name. I said to her, I said, listen, you go ahead and go to Africa and go to Europe. Go see the world right now. I ain't going to stop you. And if you go to these places and you're having a blast and don't think about me at all, I ain't the one for you. Go do it and I'll, I'll go move on with my life. But if you go to Africa and go to the most beautiful place on the planet and all you think about is me, it's because you know I'm the guy and nothing takes right without me. Dang, look at you. Dude. And she, she wrote me from Africa. And then she lied you like a mug. So, oh! Man, I'm thinking about you. <laughs> 
she wrote me for Africa and she said, I can't believe I'm not having fun here. She's like, I miss you. And I'm like, that's because I'm the man. Yeah, and then you did the, uh, what does Bruce Willis do at the end of Last Boy Scout? Dancing the jig. Dance the jig. <laughs> <laughs> but you I, try to act all cool, you hang on the phone. Oh, dang. I don't want to be some girl's second place no, concession prize. No. I don't want to be the second, oh, the, the first, you know, the, the, the guy has to prom after the first guy says no. I don't want to be that listen, guy. Listen, I'll tell you what, I'm, th- I'm going to be 35 years old next month. And I, I you know what, I'm not married. Don't, but I ain't going to be somebody's, okay, I guess it makes sense. I don't need no woman to settle for me. That's, that's what I'm saying. I need to be number one, dude. I, I, mean, my, I think my wife's the greatest woman in the world. And she's, I'm, I'm, I hope she thinks I'm the greatest man in the world. That's the way. I, I, I love that. Passion's a cool thing, dude. She knows all of your lines. <laughs> is that a country song? Heck yeah, it is. I don't know, dude. Henry will get that one. Okay. But uh, so it gave us, I mean, we believe in, in, in now, yes, we believe that. Last thing it gives us, as, as it raises us right, Dude, what gonna a dad's get, supposed to gonna be. Gonna get into this one, huh? What a dad's supposed to be, dude. Dude, I watch movies. If there's dad crap in it, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker, dude. dude. I'm telling you, man, that that part I'm talking about when the, the shows the dad's face because his son's just got killed. Literally, I was on a plane coming home from India watching Kung Fu Panda 2. There's a scene with a dad taking care of his, his cartoon panda son. And I'm just like holding back tears watching it, dude. Dad things get me, dude. And in this movie, I, I remember as a kid saying that's what a dad is. A dad leads his family. A dad watches out for his family. A dad will die for his family. Heck yeah. And it was crazy as a kid knowing I didn't have that. Like, watching, like, but I, I remember longing for it. Like, that's what it's supposed to be. Like, that's what I, I would, and not only that, but just knowing that how much power comes with that old man's strength. Like, seeing that guy and just chomping this, you just, everyone wants to be young, like 20, 30, and it's cool being young. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like being my age. It's awesome. I guess I'm not young anymore. We're thinking mid-30s now. But, uh. I'm, I feel stronger now than I was when I was 18, dude. Big time. I feel more dangerous than when I was 18. Yeah. As a dad, I feel like I have more power. I would feel bad for some 21-year-old trying to come and, and get in my face, dude. I'd feel bad for him, too, dude. I'd snatch that fool up. Man. That's, that's one thing, though, with, with you having kids now. Your kids look at you like Superman. Straight up. That's how it's supposed to and be. What's crazy is loving someone more than yourself makes you stronger. Like it's, it's your heart outside your body and you are, you will stand up when you have nothing left for them, dude. Man, that dad across that mountain running, dude, to avenge That's his, one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. He, he's going to avenge his son. He's going to avenge his boy or go to meet him. And man, is that crazy, dude. And he comes out. Looking like John Bones Jones, dude. Like, I can't, I couldn't believe he took out Magua like that. Magua didn't even stand a chance. I loved it because of the, the the like you said he he's avenging his son. He's gonna make this dude feel this. He's gonna stare at him right in his face before he kills him because his just watch his son get killed. That was brutal, heart wrenching too, man. It is, man. I, I, I pray, I, I sometimes, I pray and I hope that if my kids are ever in danger, I can be there. I can be there in the moment. Isn't that the dream? Just, They're just my nieces and nephews, and, and I want to be everywhere for everything. And you know what, man? I, just like, just like uh, you know, my, my best friend Henry, his kids, same way. You, know, I, you and Henry are like superheroes, but I, I'm like the cool Uncle Tony. But I'll tell you what, man, don't let me be there. Because that, that's the dream, man, when you have kids like that, is to, to be, to make, so they know dad's here, we're safe. That's, that's got to be the best feeling in the world. I mean, I've had dogs come into the yard barking on attack mode to my children. And my daughter, if I, I'm there, she doesn't even flinch. She knows whatever happens now, dad's got this. That's crazy, dude. I mean, I had to fight a dog, which wasn't awesome, but... 
straight up armed and dangerous style, biting the dog <laughs> on the face. <laughs> Legit. Legit. That's how it raises us right. Now, how does we raise us wrong? There's only one thing I can really think of, and it's a hard one for both of us, dude. What is it? Revenge. We love revenge. I love a story of revenge. <laughs> like Okay, revenge, revenge stories. I'm so bad. I'll watch a movie, and a bad guy does something so brutal, and he gets killed, and I'll sit there and say, that's it. That was, that was too good of a death for this fool. Like, I... If someone ever hurts my children, uh, I know what's going to be in my heart. I know it's already there. And stories like this help to be there. That I, I, I think revenge can be beautiful. And that's, that's a weird thing to have inside of you. It's not healthy. It's not healthy, dude. Like, that's why I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very aggressive driver. If someone does me wrong. I was just going to go to the driving. I drive a tractor trailer all day long, and I just watch dumbness. And you want to pay them back, don't I you? I want them to be on the side of the road broke down, and I catch up, and I throw my four ways on and get on the shoulder <laughs> and just get out. Remember me? <laughs> Remember I'm, me bad. Dude, I'm bad. I'm bad. I've, 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 I hold grudges. I... I Vengeance isn't awesome, and it's hard for me to let that go. And I know, I know, like, the forgive and forget and all that. My problem is I can forgive somebody, but I don't forget nothing, dude. I, I there's, time, there's things that I think about where I'm like, you know what? I wish the Tony right now could go back in time to the Tony that was a kid getting beat up on or whatever and, and be like, okay. What's up now, dude? Like, cause I and, and this is how many years later, you know, and you think things. That's not that's not healthy. I need to see a psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> Howard Stern is my shrink. That's bad. <laughs> that's just, that is not good, dude. <laughs> dude, I, I I I'm with you. I love revenge stories, dude. I mean, Kill Bill, love it. I mean, oh. I love. I, I, it's weird how much, and I'm with you, Tony. Like, oh, that movie we just saw. Just saw a movie recently. Um, it was a. Uh, Thinking The Rock and a short little guy. Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart. We went and seen it. What was it called? Central um, Intelligence. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the bully? There's a bully. And he's a, he's a you jerk. You got bu- mad and it was Bateman. It was Jason Bateman. You got mad because he just got knocked out. You're like, that's it? He did so much evil crap they just punched him once. I'm like, you got to burn his life down. And I'm like, that's not a good thing to have inside you. So, because um, thing is, Magua had it in him. I know. And it made him a cruel, twisted, nasty man, dude. Eating people's hearts and crap, dude. Pulling a dude's heart out and showing it to him, dude. Before he died. That's, that's. You're like, that's me? Oh. (laughs) Wait, was that inside? Oh. That's mine? Oh. (laughs) Why does it look like a grapefruit roll-up, dude? Oh. All right, man. So that's Last of the Mohicans, guys. Um, oh, man. I want to watch it again tonight. I think I'm going to go home and make popcorn and watch this mug, dude. That was such a fantastic movie. Any lines you want to throw up before we close this off, dude? Any lines took out to you? The you lines want? in this movie are too, like, well-educated sounding. They're they, not they, like... They're very, very educated sounding. Like when, when uh, Duncan almost kills, shoots the dad, when the three of them save them at the beginning... And he says, I see your judgment's as bad as your aim or something. <laughs> I'm like, dang. That's it all. That's a pre-revolutionary war uh, middle finger right yeah, there, dude. dude. It's like, <laughs> oh, you got burnt. Which is like slapping him with a glove, dude. <laughs> I one, challenge you to a duel. There's one line that I laughed at, dude. There's, there's a, there's a, where Magua speaks in uh, his native tongue, dude. And he says. And it's to the same guy, Duncan, who's sorry, <laughs> dude. He says, Magua understand. White man's a dog to his woman. When they need to eat, he puts down his tomahawk to feed their laziness. That but he is, says it in Huron. And Duncan's like, what'd you say? I, Magua say he understands English very well. Dude, and people, and people <laughs> have some great lines, dude. Great scenes. It's worth, now what, before I end out, here's the thing. There are three versions of this movie. What? There are three versions. Michael Mann 
George Lucas this film and went back and toyed with it after the fact. What? He did. You can't buy the Blu-ray copy. The Blu-ray copy's all messed up and recut. The like the the last sequence on the cliff with the dad and him talking. Different music behind it. Different music. <gasps> Not only that, there's some scene. Some of my favorite lines are gone. I don't want to live in a life where that's true. The iTunes version is the closest to the original theatrical release. The iTunes version or the DVD deluxe edition are the closest to the theatrical, theatrical release. The Blu-ray is all jacked up. Michael Mann, you blew it. Stop messing with our crap, dude. You made it. It's done. Why Leave would it alone. he do that? Guys do that to their ethics. They think, like, I can just tweak it and make it better. It doesn't make it better. It doesn't. Dude, they did an E.T. That ticks me off. There's a scene in E.T. in the new release where E.T.'s in a bathtub and you totally CGI stupid crap, dude. Why would you mess with, with perfection, man? These guys don't even know it's perfection, man. Stinking adding a stinking. These guys, do 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 do. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that was bad, dude. <laughs> All right, well, listen, um, <laughs> you're so <laughs> stupid, dude. Okay, so this is the Red Room Theater. You follow us on Twitter at Red Room Theater. Uh, remember, T R E, spelled the European way. Theatre. Or check us out at Facebook uh, at facebook.com slash Red Room Theater. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we love those movies. Check you later.